Hello everyone, good morning. Um, I just want to give you a little summary so you know what you're getting into with the latest episode in discussing the death of George Floyd. It was a town hall meeting that I did with some people from my church and we just wanted to bring to light um, how the death of George Floyd was a tipping point for us to see, much of us to see, a lot more of us in society to see the issues that are going on in society with systemic racism against black people, as well as to see the various issues going on in our society and to discuss how this incident, um, how its time in history is significantly different and how where we are in human history plays a role in what went down and how it went down. And yeah, it's, um, it's a very long discussion because like uh, it was something I just recorded on my phone that I thought was um, very valuable information to share with everyone, and I'm glad that I did. And in the written bio, the description of this podcast, you can actually find where I highlighted some key moments, some points of emphasis that I feel that, like obviously an hour and 30 minutes is way too long, so if you don't have time to listen to full recording, you can just jump to these times in the podcast. And, you know, I hope that it uh, serves to educate everyone on what's going on and that, you know, you're informed by it. So, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. says there's only one race mm-hmm. god says there's only one race not it's, it's not a matter of yeah darwin's just wrong yeah right and and he was trying to accomplish something he was trying to uh, make a manifesto you know appear scientific that uplifted what he called i think the white race right so that was that was a clear intent because it's in a, it's a subtitle of um, mm-hmm. of um, of this uh, book, book which is uh, the species of man. Yes, right. The origin of species. The origin of species. Yeah, right. the origin of species. So, so these are these are some of the subtle things that are within society itself. No, now everyone talks that way, and they yeah. don't they don't realize where it came from. Yeah, I went to a, <coughs> a, a race and anti oppression seminar. It was part of the training I had to do part of the, for the shelter and I asked the woman well how do you define race she just went off on me 
She wouldn't answer the question. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <Just> program <laughs> Right. Just wouldn't answer the question because he was avoiding. She got angry. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but but the whole class saw it. I mean, I go. Like so who else, who else is going to ask a question now, right? <laughs> <laughs> It's like, what's you know, You're black, you should know. I mean, what well, she, she was black. She, the, the, oh. she was, the lady was black, her partner was white. Her partner had to calm her down, right? Well, he's just asking a question. <laughs> anyway, that was, uh, was some time ago. But the, the point. Actually, yeah, go ahead. So I won't go No, I was going to say, I saw a sermon recently. I was trying to address the issue as well. I'm going along the same lines that you're saying. True racism is. The definition is, you know, someone who wants to destroy the human race. And there's only one human race, right? And if you take it a little bit further, the original, the point of the devil is, one of his missions is to destroy the human race, right? Yeah, right. So you're saying, like, you know, the devil is the original race, right? Yeah. And one way... To destroy the human race is also to divide them as well. Yeah. And then you can introduce the concept of colors between the two of them. Right? So it's almost like A, his original mission is to destroy everything, and then B, another way to do that is to divide and conquer as well. Yeah. So it's interesting thing. No, that's, that's, that's good. It, it's helpful. Yeah. I think it's helpful even to look at what's happened with uh, George Floyd and, and what we're talking about now, right? I mean, uh, I was going to say even because the, the interesting thing, not only about the George Floyd, but also Ahmaud Arbery, is that the Arbery video, we wouldn't have heard about it if it wasn't leaked by uh, one of the people who's being defended, well, like one of the defendant's lawyers. So I don't, I don't know if you follow the case, but Roddy. Okay, the the guy who filmed the video his name is Roddy. His lawyer, he's he's also being brought up on charges as well. His lawyer leaked the video. What was going to happen was that the McMichaels were just going. It was just going to be dismissed the case, but because everybody saw it, right? They had a independent investigator come and look at it, and he said himself that the it was a like racial. They have evidence that it's a racial like. Yeah. yeah, crime like that, yeah. right? And that McMichael himself has had a history of. Uh, so the defendant's lawyer leaked it. Yes, right. That's correct. Like right? He felt so. Con- you mean like the guy? He thought it was gonna. He thought it was gonna help his case. Really? Yeah. So my my point is that so, we wouldn't even we wouldn't even have heard of it because of of uh, the fact that uh, this these people were being. Um, shielded by the actual structures that are put in place for our justice systems. Mm, so oh. that's, that's an interesting thing that I did see and how uh, the justice system, I suppose, uh, they have a fails, bias. fails or things like that, yeah, that I didn't notice before, I suppose. Well, there's a systemic structure to uh, five institutions, right? And maybe built over the years, some on good premises, some on faulty ones, and it's it's you know, and things change, right? Yeah. So 
I think maybe a good place to start would be to to look at um, in, a, in, a, in an overall in a, in a bird's eye view way what happened with 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 George Floyd's case, right? So the video doesn't lie; it shows a man killing another man, right? And who's in authority, right? Uh, the, the man who's doing the killing is, is, is in supposed authority. And the other officers are engaged in what they call groupthink, right? That you're going along with, with the majority, even though you may feel uncomfortable with what's going on and, and not saying anything. As a result of that, you have uh, protests all over the United States and all over the world. Right, as a result of that. And also riots. Mm -hmm. So you got different events going on. Now, so, so let me stop there for a second and, and just sort of get, get people's thoughts on, on those two events. Or, uh, you know, you may want to talk about the, the death some more, but I think, I think quite well established that it was a murder, right? So, what are your thoughts on those things? On the protests and on the riots? The riots, yeah. Well, I mean, kind of like to um, what I heard Mike McKinney say that you guys were discussing earlier, like to your point, like when people are meshing the protesters with the rioters, yeah. that it shows their <laughs> subconscious bias towards black people. And, um, and yeah, you know, like it's kind of it really is disappointing and hurtful in a sense to see like some of my friends who I trusted just take the stance and say like, Oh, you know, like I don't like the rioting. Like that's all they have to say about it, but they don't want to address the issue and say, okay, uh, another man who's supposed to be an authority killing somebody who's, who's not even resisting. Like, you know, like why does that? Okay. I should say, why does that make you feel so uncomfortable? Well, why does it make you feel so uncomfortable to, like, just outright say that is wrong and just, like, you know, not have to go the extra step to kind of, like, come out your shell and feel, like, safe in a safe space that you can just talk about, um, like, people rioting and try to mix the protesters with that. Hmm. You know, like, that really... Right. Like, to some people, I didn't waste my time, like, expressing it because I know, like, for some of my friends, like, I know the person, like, they just don't like conflict and they just like to like whatever. But then for other people, it just like shows something. It's like, okay, well then like, how do you think of me? Or like, if you didn't know me, like, how do you think of me? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and mm -hmm. wait, hold on. Let me, let me ask someone as well. Like, so between, so for me, I look at it as the murder, the protests and the riots, right? Yeah. So between the protests and the riots, um, obviously, we all know the riots are bad, right? Mm -hmm. And as a Christian looking at the protests, I feel like even, because even there's some protesters, okay, so within the, the riots, there's people who are just straight up anarchists, right? Yeah. yeah. But I'm saying, I feel like there's some protesters who even feel like they're just frustrated, so they just want to go and like destroy stuff. But I feel like that might be a small percentage of them. But 
if you take those guys and also the legit protesters, my view on those are if you inflict, as Chris has been looking at this, right? If you have a society, right, that inflict an unjust act on an ungodly society, I'm not expecting them to act anything other than ungodly, right? A godly response would be the, the surprise in their case. Like, I would have been surprised if all the protests were peaceful right now. Sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Right? And so for me, I, again, with the separation of the protests and the riots, I try to do that as well. Um, my concern regarding the murder is with people who stay silent, right? So mm-hmm. my, my non-Christian friends who stay silent, the question is why? And then when it comes to Christianity, the church in general, mm-hmm. up until like recent days, I wasn't seeing or hearing anything from anyone. Mm-hmm. Right? And then the question is, why is that as well? So why the silence? Because I feel like in a situation like this, like silence isn't an option, right? So if you don't want to speak in public, you can have the conversations in private media circles, right? If you're just a private person. But you gotta have that conversation with someone. Because I don't think you can just look at something like that and say, oh, okay, cool. I'm just gonna keep moving. Right? For me, it's not. That's not an option. So for, for the people who are silent, that's where my problem is. Um, are you referring to the church? Or are you referring to everyone? Both, both. So, for the people, like, outside the church, like, within my circles, I'm asking people in my circles, like, I'm, I'm, at least I'm thinking about it, I'm like, why are they silent? Right? But then, even in the church, and of course, it's a little bit more deeper because these are my people, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, why are they silent? Because this is an opportunity to actually show what we stand for as Christians, right? Right. Okay. So, so um, to to reaffirm our values as Christians. Um, exactly. That's true about other people. Because actually, sorry, I just remembered something. Because um, this is going to come later, but we're having that conversation, right? And he was saying, like, where's... I don't want to put words in his mouth because I, okay, I'm not, I'm not addressing this to him, but I know there's other people who would say, where's the, like, where's the message of the gospel being spread right now in, in, the, in the general response? But then those people are being silent. Like, people were saying that some of those Christians are actually being silent, mm-hmm. right? And I'm thinking, but these guys who are protesting, I think they need to hear the gospel the most. So, us Christians, if we're protesting the response and saying the gospel is nothing in that response, then we should inject our voice into that response so that the people who need to hear it the most actually hear it. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay. Um, Are we sure that that's not happening? Well, from what I know, like, put it this way, like, or from these guys that I see on the screen, right? Nathan, Mike, Masood, sorry, not Nathan, McKay, Mike, Masood, and then Nathan, um, I could probably count, actually, you know what, put it this way, my non-black players, Christopher friends, I could probably count on one hand the people who actually made a response from what I see. Mm-hmm. I don't see everything, obviously, but, and I haven't heard any sermons on it either, maybe mm-hmm. like one or two, right? 
But any other Sunday, I would. I, I think, um, I think you, I think you've made two separate points. Uh, one is what is happening with the rioters? Should they not hear the gospel? I think that was one point you made, correct? I think it's the protesters. With the story, with the with the protesters, sorry. Yeah, we, and right, and the rioters, right? So, uh, and and I think that uh, I think that there are things that are going on that will never get the light of day. It, it's 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 it was that way before George Floyd, and it will be that way until Christ's return. That that the work that Christians are doing now. Right, go unsung and, and silent. You know, they've shown a few police officers praying and a few other things like that. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, in terms of the work that is actually being done on the ground, you know, at, at, at the time of the protest, right? Okay, fair enough. They can't record everything. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, but I, I think also this is where we have to come back to, to, you know, what does the word church actually mean? The body of Christ. The body of Christ, or, yep. or the, the assembly of Christ, or the congregation of Christ, right? Mm-hmm. So when we talk about the church, we're, we're, we're actually talking about individuals, mm-hmm. right? So, um, um, Pastor Scott has um, this, this saying that he'll say at times, the church gathered and the church scattered, right? And with that, with that saying, the, the church gather and the church scatter. It means it means it's talking about anyone who bows their knee to Christ and acknowledges him as Lord and Savior. Um, with the church scattered and the church gathered, Christ made a promise that the gates of hell will never Right? will never prevail against the church, right? Christ said that, right? Mm-hmm. So if it's true, if that is true, then what is happening, what is happening in the world, right? Christ is doing something. We may not always see what he's doing, right? But something is happening as far as the gospel goes, Right? And so, um, it's one of the assumptions that I make, right? That that if it's if it's God's will, if it's part of God's will, then it will be done. That it's not lost, right? The church hasn't failed in that sense, right? That what is going on, according to Christ's will, will be done, right? So. I don't know if it's a matter of a few protesters or or all the protesters or or, or or whatever, but but something is being done, right? In 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 terms of the gospel, and I've seen a few things, but you know it's it's not worth commenting on, right? Just 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 in terms of the overall the overall point. Okay, that said, that said. It's disappointing to hear what some church leaders have said, you know, that are supposed to represent mm-hmm. the whole, mm-hmm. right? Um, Al Sharpton comes to my mind, and and a few others, right? Yeah. And 
instead of leading with the gospel, he leads with scare tactics. And I heard a commentator today, a very wise man, uh, a number of these communities, I think all of them without exception, are actually in minority-run places, right? Meaning that, that it's black people who are actually formed most of the government and are running those, those areas okay. as Democrats. And the problem with the way this has been reported um, it's, it's, in a sense, <clears throat> if these people who are protesting are protesting the government, they're protesting a primarily black government. But that's not, you don't see that, right? You, you know, there's one time you did see that the attorney general, he's black, the chief of police, I think they were, yeah. they were black in Minnesota. You know, they, they do show you some things in terms of, in terms of the, the power structure. Right, but it goes well beyond a color of skin. It goes well beyond party affiliation, right? And it goes it goes well beyond um, 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 any of their goals. And I, I include the I include the the protesters, but primarily the rioters in that, right? As as believers and as as Christians, mm-hmm. right? And what I'm trying to say here is that that Tim's point earlier that Satan is the first racist, right? And and used in the proper sense and in the truest sense, right? He's against the human race, right? That that what has happened, right? Where we are now in history, right? Is we're seeing the hold of humanism. Now, grab and grab a hold of society, right? We're, we're past postmodernism, right? Yeah, <clears throat> and we're past post-truth, correct? Absolutely. Okay. So, where 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 are we on the scale, right? To me, this is satanic, right? So, postmodernism, post-truth, right? So, so what what do people talk about now? My truth, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so my opinion is equivalent to truth. Now, that's a scary place to be, right? It's a very scary place to be. If, if my opinion is equal to truth, then that means, right, that if you disagree with my truth, right, you're my enemy. Yeah. Right? Yep. And if you're my enemy, then I'm going to find my friends who agree with me, and then we're going to come back and talk to you, right? So that what's happened in the United States, it's devolved into tribalism. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that one. Right? It's, it's tribalism. You've got this tribe over here that believes this as part of their truth. You've got another tribe over here that believes this as part of part of uh, as part of their truth. Now, let me ask you a question: What's the difference between the Democrats and the Republicans? Their symbol. Okay, the symbol. 
One's a donkey, the other one's an elephant. Alright. What else? What are some of the differences? But is there really a difference between the party? Okay. Mm-hmm. Is there a difference? Okay. And why do you say that? Because, I mean, at the end of the day, like, yeah. both parties will be, like, saying different things, but the same things keep getting done. Well, okay, I, I think that's, I, I think that was true before Trump. Fair enough. I, I, right, I, I think, I think with, uh, with the Bushes, with Clinton, with Obama, it, it you know, you know, things have gotten much, you know, for the, for the for Americans, much worse. It's, it's a controversial statement, but I, I don't, I don't mean to delve into the controversy. What, I, what I'm trying to say is, how they approach the Bible, I think. Okay, good. All right, so so what are some of those differences? One has, like, a liberal Jesus that, like, does it, like Barney, basically. Like, <laughs> pretty much when he pulls it down. All right. I love you, you love me, let's all be happy. And then... Let's all get along, sure. But I don't, but, you know, I can't speak, though, for... The Republicans or the conservative ones, yeah. I can't speak so much for them because I didn't pay like um, as much attention like when the Bushes were in power. Yeah. And like, I do know though that at least like President Trump, like he has like an understanding of like spiritual things and like what truth is, and he's a bit, okay. yeah, he's, you know, like he's a bit more like, um, at least from what I can see, because I don't like pay too much attention, but, like, he's a bit more, like, um, he's more firm, like, he'd be like, okay, this is true, that's not true. Well, that's at least the feeling. Like. As my boys know, because I've said this several times to them, uh, I've got a concern with President Trump. Yeah. I, my concern with that statement. Well, you know, I, I, think, I think my concern with President Trump is when he was first, before, before he was elected, they, someone had asked him about his Christian beliefs, and he wrote something down, and what he wrote down is not Christian. Oh yeah, like I, like he said something like he doesn't have to ask for forgiveness and stuff. Well, I, I can't, re- I can't, I, I read I it. That. I can't remember all the stuff. And you know what the Bible says about that is someone who's claiming to be a believer, one of your brothers, right, who really doesn't believe is a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah, that's what the Bible says. What does the Bible then go on to say? You mark that man. You watch him. Right? But he doesn't claim to be a believer, though, right? Well, 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 he did in the in, in the article in terms of his Christianity. Yeah. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That this is, and that's exactly right. I was saying, well, hey, it's better. It was. It would it be better for him to say that he doesn't believe or doesn't know than than to say that you are yeah. and, you, and you write this because now now it goes into all kinds of goes into all kinds of areas. Okay. Now, in marking the man and watching him, right? She has done more for blacks in right. the United States, right? Hispanics, right? Then, then, then the last uh, three or four presidents combined, combined, right? And some of the other things that he's done, and, and you know what? He may even be a racist, right? According to the term, right? Uh, ethnic, ethnically prejudiced mm-hmm. against. Right? But the point is, what what is he doing? That's that's the point, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I'm not I'm not a, I, we don't have to elect a Christian. 
right? Mm-hmm. It's someone who says that this is my policy, and, and I'm going to carry it out. Well, he's actually carried out a, a large part of his policy. He's been prevented in, in some other parts, right? But he's, he's, he's carried a large part of his policy, which has resulted in a lot of good things for, for, for a lot of people. Um, why am I saying that? Well, he's, he's the leader of the Republican Party. Now, so what you're saying is true, right? When you, when you look at, when you look at those things that he's done, right? The Republicans, I'm uh, sorry, the, the Democrats have now come to the point where they just gotta call them names. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot, you know, if you look at his, his strong stance on the border and, and all that kind of stuff, right? You know, it, it's, it's something that, 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 is part of the tribe, right? Either you agree with them or you don't, right? And right now, fifty about fifty percent of America agrees with them, fifty percent doesn't, right? So it's a, it's a large thing. But my question is, what, the question I asked you though, right? What is the difference between the Republicans and the Democrats? And as Masu pointed out, is there a difference between the Republicans and the Democrats? And if there isn't a difference between the Republican Republicans and the Democrats, what is, why, what accounts for them being the same? Like, um, as we were talking with Adesia about this, and it's like, we're putting these political figures, like whatever, like Prime Minister Trudeau or uh, Trump or whatever, on this pedestal as if like they're kings, like, they can just come and be like, okay, this is the law, this is how it's going to go. But in order for them to get laws to pass, they got to go to like, they're like electoral system sure. and like they yeah. gotta, you know, um, the other party has to agree and this and that. And then like for the Americans, they got their constitution. So like there are certain things he can and cannot do. Yeah. So like to a certain degree, they're still both bound to like this like political law, if you want to call it. Okay. Like he, you can't just wake up one day and say, okay, the sun's going to rise this way, you know, instead of that. There's a political system. Yeah. That has to still. Okay. Otherwise, it'd be like a well, dictatorship or something. They can get rid of it in times of like, in like you saw some uh, sometimes in like the COVID nineteen. Yeah. When you saw people like, gathered at a party, yeah. and then they were they were t- fined basically for something that was not illegal. So you see that it's possible for them to to overstep their bounds of, of what you were saying, but it has to be in a in quote-unquote emergency. Yeah. So it's, like, I guess they are technically limited to that, but they can break it. It's possible to break it. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, it's not like you can be like, that's an emergency, okay, Second Amendment, by You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I think, I think, you know, both, both points, both points uh, are fine. Well, I wanted to ask you, yeah, is there a difference? I would say there isn't a meaningful difference. Uh, you say there isn't a meaningful difference? There isn't a meaningful difference. Okay. Just in, differences in terms of narrative. Um, and why isn't there a difference is the second question you ask. Because there isn't a difference because they're all looking at how to, how to create the greater good from a godless perspective. Okay, good. Good. When you take Remember what we said, right? 
that if if Satan is the first racist trying to get rid of the human race, then he's also trying to take God out of any any consciousness that people will have, right? So, what is politics? One of the definitions of politics is man's man's quest for an ideal society. Right. Right. So that's independent of God. So man, it's it's, it's anthrocentric. So it's man-centered. Right. Yeah. So uh, when you take God out of it, by definition, politics takes God out of it. Just by definition. Right? So that whether a Republican wins or whether a Democrat wins, it means then that it will be some kind of an elite structure deciding what the rules are. Does that make sense? Yeah. That it, it cannot be. It, it's it's the, 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 the rules, okay, the rules can come close to what the Bible says, right? Or it can, it, it can vary quite a bit. But both roads lead to the same place. Duh. Right. Right? It's just by definition. Right? So that, so that when you look, if, if you examine again, What's happening in the United States in, in, a, in a larger context, right? This is this is part of the satanic element of it, right? Where where God is not included. Now it used to be um, in the seventies, in the sixties, and sixties, seventies, particularly in the United States, that the form or the framework was understood to be Judeo-Christian. That was the understanding, right? And that the things that you did within the form were still conformed to to a, Ju- a Judeo-Christian context. So um, things began to change with um, the abortion law, Roe uh, Ro versus Wade. Was now was that law? Like, did they enact a law from that? Because from what I heard. There was not necessarily a law enacted. There was precedent, but not a law. Well, it's legal precedent. So whatever you argue from that point on has that precedent. So Yeah. Okay. So that that any case that comes after it uses that as its guide, as opposed to what the Bible. The Bible. Right. So the legislature in the United States, and not just the United States, but around the world, particularly in the Western world. So I'm talking about those countries that claimed a Judeo-Christian um, a Judeo-Christian outlook, right? Um, those those places that claimed that, that claimed a Judeo-Christian context, uh, and it's usually the Western countries, have moved away from it. And with that move, it's given the the courts more power, right? More power to dictate to the rest of the population things that they may or may not even want, 
right? I'm talking about the majority of the population, right? So that um, a, an example would be evolution. At one point in America, they dictated that only evolution should be taught in schools, right? Not not in public schools, not not uh, creation. And at that time, uh, greater than 75% of the population wanted both to be taught in school. But it didn't matter, right? So that these become part of the, this becomes part of the tyranny of government over the people. Same thing with legislatures, you know, that, that they start to enact uh, laws that really don't, don't really don't reflect what the Bible says. I think also like with the with the uh, to add on to what you're saying with the police there, they keep uh, they, they said that the guy who's going to prosecute them is is he's the only person to have ever landed a murder conviction on an officer in that in that state. So like it's it's like extremely unreasonably I, maybe difficult to land that conviction against them. So it goes to what you're saying uh, in terms of, uh, you're saying like unjust laws or something like that, or you're saying... Um, yeah, it... it uh, political people against them. Yeah, you know, Dr. Francis Schaefer describes it as arbitrary law. Right. Right? These things are arbitrary. Meaning what? Well, well, can you put a value to it? Is it good or is it bad? Like, where are you getting the value from? It's like the Pharisees. Yeah. Yeah. So that there's, there's lots of simulations. There's, there's, there's lots of similarities. And that's interesting, too, because with the uh, George Floyd, a lot of what you're seeing uh, is, I guess maybe sometimes from the conservative side, is that, well, the, the lefties are crazy. Uh, so what we're saying is right. But what we're saying is like, oh, you know, George Floyd, what happened to him was bad, but you know, he's a criminal. And his past, you know, he did some... That. So it's similar to, like, what the Pharisees were doing in that. Like, they saw themselves as different from, like, the sinners and the, the tax collectors, you know? Yeah. yeah um, one th I just want to circle back to one point, because I think it's it's a key point um, that whether you're a Democrat or whether you're a Republican... Uh, when you look at the, the, the larger context, and that is, um, you said it earlier in terms of Satan being the first racist. Um, the definition of politics, which is one definition of politics, is um, a man seeking the ideal society, right? And um, so it's utopian in vision, and it doesn't include God. So that, um, just by definition, they cannot they cannot land on on where the truth will be because uh, of of their own proclivities of of, of a a man centered a man centered approach that does not include God. Mm -hmm. So that's that's so both even though both parties may be diametrically opposite, they end up in the same place. Right. I got a question though. All right. So, because you know, like in the Bible, it says you know, like um, pray for those in power, right? And it also says, 
kings and the people in power were appointed by God as well, right? Yes. So how do those like two statements like reconcile? Because I know what you're saying, no, right? But then it's also like, you know, doesn't at least God at the very least allow certain people to be in power, even though the systems were, even though as you said, like politics by definition is man's quest to govern itself, right? Which is taken away from God. Even from like back in churches when when the Israelites said, you know, the God saying that we want a king to rule over us instead of these judges that were appointed by God himself, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, how do how are those two things get reconciled? Well, uh, I, I think you, you look at Babylon, right? They brought the children of Israel into slavery, correct? So it's today? The Babylonians brought the children of Israel into slavery. Mm-hmm. And uh, what does God tell them about the Babylonians? Right? He tells them that they need to get along with their society, build houses, get married, right? You're going to be there for, for, for 70 years. And God is able to, in other words, God is able to, to use, to, to, God's purposes are not thwarted by man's plans, right? True. So that when he when he raises or needs to raise a leader to do his bidding, he does. Um, all within a system that is flawed, right? Right. So that um, uh, we pray for our dignity. We, we pray for our dignitaries. Why? Why do we pray for our dignitaries? Why? Why are we supposed to pray for them? Because they need, they need guidance, right? To also act in a way that's ordained by God as well. Right. And, but, the, but, you know, part of my prayer at times for President Trump is that he'll actually become a believer. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. That, that, that the prayers for, for dignitaries is that, is that they will, you know, that God in his mercy will grant to them salvation. Right? It's not impossible for God to do that. Mm-hmm. But at times, we Christians don't ask. We should be asking in prayer. Right? And I think God does put it on our hearts to ask. And that, you know, God then allows, you know, certain changes and certain things to come, come about. So, so in other words, God is always concerned about the gospel, right? The good news and that people receiving the good news. Um, in politics or, or elsewhere, which, which brings us, you know, I think it's a nice dovetail back to, to, to George Floyd in that when you look at the people, um, the protesters, and, and you look at the rioters, and, and you look at what's going on uh, between them, you know, what is a Christian response, right? Um, I think, Tim, you said earlier that that the, they need the gospel too, right? That includes the rioters. Everybody needs the gospel. That includes the policemen. That includes it. Does it doesn't matter? It doesn't matter who it is. There, there's there's there there is no there is no limit to to uh, who whom the, the the gospel can go to. So that in, in a in a place of 
you, you know, we're not there, right? But I can well imagine. Uh, I saw a lady on on the uh, on the news today, and she was a black woman. Two of them, and they were they're trying to clean up their store, which had been looted and and broken into. And her comment was, huh, "Black lives matter, right? Huh? This is just a sham." Right? You, you, you know, you guys had no money, or you guys wanted the money, so you broke into the store and you looted it, right? Knowing full well, right, that, that I owned it, so why'd you do it? And she said, because, because, what she said was, you need to work, you need to get a job, right? And just like I did, just like I had to do, right? So, so that was her comment, and you can understand her anger. Right as she's sweeping up the stuff, and, and and hopefully the insurance will replace it, replace all, all that stuff. But you know, at the same time, the insurance company may not. But but what? Sh okay, we understand that response. But what is a Christian response? You mean to people looting, breaking in your store? Yeah. Hmm. A tough one. That's a tough one, right? I mean, it, it's all tough. What, what do you do when when the, the the policeman that's killed is your father? What do you do? Right? I mean, all these questions. I think mom has groceries. Mr. Hamilton, like, they are probably hard about this. It's like, and I'll say it personally, it's like, we're talking about it, like, in retrospect, but then, like, as it happens, you know you're going to be, like, indignant. You know? And, like, what? Well, there's, no, there's no contradiction, is there? Hmm? Is there a contradiction there, though? Oh, because I said what? Because no, no, you said one will be indignant. Yes. I mean, I mean, I mean, you can be in... Christ, Christ demonstrated more than one emotion at a time, at the same time. Well, yeah, yeah, But, I mean, like, in regards to your, uh, your question of, like, okay. what would your response be at the time? No, yeah, I, I said, what would your, what would your response be? I, think, like I think initially, four. Right, I mean, we're, yeah. we're we're human beings. Yeah. Right. I mean, you you go you, st you go to a, a funeral, you still mourn. Yeah. Right? You know, even though you know the person's with Christ, you're still mourning. But why are you mourning? Well, because it, it's a natural human emotion that that there's been loss, right? And and that that um, there will be, you'll see them, at, at, you'll see them again, right? Um, but but there is loss, and it's good. The Bible does say to mourn. It's yeah. okay to mourn. Right? So it's okay for the person that has been robbed to grieve over the fact that they've been robbed. Right. right? There's nothing wrong with that. Right? But at the same time, as a Christian, where do we, where must we land? Well, can I feel like a, a little bit of like righteous anger? Or I should say just, just anger in that like, I don't understand at the time she'd be like, you guys knew I was black. But I mean, I guess she's like taking the assumption. She, she didn't even say that. But the, oh, the, sorry. I, yeah, the fact, but she's obvious she's black. Oh, okay. Sorry, right. sorry. So um, that, yeah. Okay. I, yeah. No, I think I might have mentioned that. That might have thrown you off. Cause I'm just, oh, yeah. oh, okay. You're paraphrasing. Yeah. Um, where am I going? I lost my train of thought. Um, Righteous indignation. Yeah, like I guess... You you would you like if somebody asked like why you're sweeping up the story you'd be like okay well why'd you guys rob you know like I'm a small time person but obviously 
you look to God and you know that it's not going to be like your willpower or like all your hard-earned efforts that like really comforts you during that time of grief and like ultimately know that it's because of God why you had the thing in the first place and why like you will like carry on like you won't be left on the streets you know what I mean like you know there's hope. You know there's hope. Yes. And hope always leads us to grace. Right. Right? Because um, in the end, um, we know, certainly that woman knows that, that probably the people that broke into their store, they're ignorant. Yeah. Right? They're, how are they ignorant? They're... they're 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 being fueled by um, uh, their own beliefs, which which may be fueled by um, anarchists, um, anarchy, right? Wanting wanting the destruction of the of the state. Yeah, yeah. Right. So forms of Marxism, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they they may they may. Uh, they may they may be there because they they are, are thugs. That is, they're, they're part of gang. They're, they're literally part of gangs going around looting stores. I mean, it's it's just part of what they're doing. Just in the experience of, of, of human emotion, we're 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 going to we're, we're going to feel anger. We're going to feel all those things. But you know, that lady, she's a believer. She's going to come to the point where she's praying for. She's praying for the ones who looted her. She's praying for, for, for the ones who be looted. She's praying for the rioters that, that that they will, that they if they don't know Christ, but they will come to know Christ, right? And so that that it's always the same, and, and you know I think that forms a good example for our, our own lives, right? That. That um, we're going to speak to people who are ignorant. Why are they ignorant? Well, it might be cultural bias, like the way they've grown up, uh-huh. the things that they've heard all their lives. Yeah. Right? They, they 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 now bring it out. You were talking about it earlier, right? So that so that the things that they're bringing it out about their lives, it it now becomes clear. In, in the light of certain circumstances, right? And the question is, as a believer, well, what do we do with that? Right? What, what do, where, where do we go? Like, what do we do with that? So, so, as a believer, we must know that, that this world that we live in, right? I think Tim said it earlier, I don't expect, I don't expect unrighteous people to behave righteously. Right? right. And so, if I if I don't expect unrighteous people to, to behave righteously, then then that puts me in a certain position. If I know something that somebody else does not know, and they are ignorant, they are truly ignorant, and they can't see it, right? Then God has put me in their life, right? God has put me in their life to become an example to them. Like, so that they can eventually see. And I think this is—I think this is a lot of how the church is, right? That 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 
I'll have blind spots that you see, but I don't see. And you'll have blind spots that, that I see that, that you don't see. Right? And that, that what God says is that, that we need to forgive one another. Like, after the anger is gone, after all that stuff, eventually we come back to the point of grace. I am a sinner. Mm-hmm. Right? I am a sinner forgiven by God. Right? And as such, therefore, undeserving of that grace given to me, I now give mercy to other people. Right? Who don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. Right? And a lot of Christians who are who are in these country, in, the, in in these different places, they're going to have to grapple with that, right? At the end of the day, they have to. It has to come back to the gospel. It has to come back to Christ. And God, in His His immutable ways, He He finds He gives us ways or He gives us opportunities to do that, right? It's just it's it's for us to recognize them at the time. So that um, they become points of entry into um, uh, clarifying the gospel all the more to those who are ignorant. In our church, we may have people who are um, ethnically prejudiced, right, to one degree or another, right, and they may be unaware of how much they are, but. So this gets back to subconscious bias, right? You know, unintended bias, right? And what happens then at that point is, you know, for the person that sees it, what the other person doesn't see, what do we do with that? What do we do with that? Right? So that, that now we're in a position where, okay, if he loves Christ... And I love Christ, right? But he is ignorant on this one point, or on this point, and I see his fault clearly, right? Then, because God loves him, I can love him, right? And because because God loves him and I can love him, then I can extend myself. I can overlook that law. Right, I can, I can, is this the right time to point it out or not? I don't know. It all depends, right? But, but we're, we're, we're in each other's lives, right? To, 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 um, to have that, that, that iron sharpens iron kind of thing. And who better to give that to than your brother in Christ? Part of the problem within the black community, that's a huge problem. That's not going to be solved by just standing in the police or any of, the, any of those other things they're calling for. Is that 75% of kids raised in the United States who are people of color are in single parent families? 75? 75%. No, worse than Jamaica? Uh, no, not quite. What? <laughs> Jamaica's going. Was it 80, 90? Yeah, I think, it, yeah. It, it's Jamaica. Jamaica skews the rest of the islands. It's, it's that bad. Like, if you take Jamaica's toll now, I forget what it is in the rest of uh, I remember hearing this last week. It's, it's been a lot of it. But 75% of 
black kids in the United States are raised without a father. Right? You can't solve that by dismantling police. You know, it's that's the now this is the job of the church to, to really this is you know, Al Sharpton had a had a chance to say it. Right. He's not gonna say it, right? Well then why wouldn't he say it? Well, exactly. Why would you know, say black people just like angry and tired and well, just want to get your point across that white no, people it's not that. like it's like when someone says that well most deaths with black people come from black people. It's like it's like when that's, I point out one of those stats, then everybody just gets triggered. Like, oh no, this is about uh, Floyd. Keep it about Floyd. Like they're ignoring the. Thing. Okay, wait, but I mean, I can kind of see what they're saying. Like this time around, it's like whenever you talk about another topic, I don't always hear the "what, what about this." But then, as soon as you talk about black people. It's always what, what about this? I looked up this stat, this, you know what I mean? It's like, right. I, I don't always get that whenever I talk to like another group of people. Yeah. Uh, what, 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 what I was talking about though is, is the demands that they're making. You know, are, are these, is, are these demands really going to solve the problem? Yeah. Oh, okay. Fair like, enough. You know, should we dispense? Okay. Now that they're, they're, they're seriously floating this. Okay. They want to dismantle the police. Yeah. They want to disband the. They want to defund them. They want to defund the police. Now think about that. This is a predominantly black city. Okay. And you want to defund the police. Okay. Now, if you defund the police, what's going to happen? Who, who's who's going to be affected? The citizens. The citizens. And, 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 and which ones are the, which, which of the citizens will be most affected? Of course, the black ones, right? Shop owners. And the, the poor. The young, the young people. The, right? The, the most vulnerable are going to be the most affected, right? Oh. Those who can live in gated communities and pay for guards and all that kind of stuff, they're going to be fine. Oh. Right? Oh, they're going to be they're not affected in the first place. They're not affected in the first place. Right? So, so that, that <clears throat> the solutions that are called for are going to affect the very people who are suffering now. Right. I think partly is because only that the only the people who are for that are giving any sort of a any sort of a solution. See, that's where it, you know what I'm saying. Exactly. So that was where what I was thinking is for me. I think I don't agree with all that you know people in the police, all that help stuff, right? That's why for me, I try to keep the issue on on Floyd and how we can respond to it as Christians, right? Because I don't think I'm hearing enough solutions coming from Christians. Like using that example of Al Sharpton, he had a chance to give a completely different message than what he did, right? But then that was just like another example of a missed opportunity, in my opinion. Yeah, sorry, Bizarre, I want to ask you a question. If we, like I always talk about like the populace, all of this, this rate and all that stuff. Um, and like the same could be like applied extended to Jamaica, right? Mm-hmm. Like how do you solve something like that? Do you tell all the churches like, okay, like keep all the men in and like build them up? Like, like what's the problem? Like why is it that in the black community you have such a high like fatherlessness rate 
but like with other communities, like um, if you just want to Britain name ethnicities, like European people, like Chinese yeah. people, yeah. Indian people, Pakistani people, or even Africans, you know, like Nigerians, Ghanaians, yeah. that's how you say it. Like, why is it that like those cultures have such a good, um, good retention of men in the household? But like when you come to North America, whether it be Canada, the United States, or as you mentioned, like Jamaica, you have this like, um, you have such um, an issue. But other like we we see it's not like um, necessarily like the whole diaspora, if you want to call it, an issue. It's just like you know, like key like um, key people groups. Yeah. Sorry, can you repeat the, the question, man? Okay, why is it that being fatherless... Okay, okay, why is it that being fatherless in the United States, Canada, and Jamaica is a reality, but like, say, Nigeria, Ghana, or Grenada, you name it, any other place, like, outside those, you have um, a high chance of men being in the household. Like, like, where does it come from, and then how do you stop it? Like, if you just have all these people being raised by single mothers... I, I, I think, I think... I think we 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 can't we we can't uh, discuss. There's there's not enough time to discuss um, that question in terms of Jamaica and, and those other places. I think if we leave it just to America, where okay. where 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 Floyd is, it, it's it's very simple. It comes back to the abortion issue when when abortion was legalized. Who gets most of the abortions in the United States? Minority, um, minorities. That's that. Black people. Or, um, is not Spanish. Just Spanish are behind. Right. Yeah. Between black people and Spanish people, 75%. Oh, black people? Yeah. Oh. <coughs> 75% but, of the abortions. Yes. But that doesn't extend before that in terms of the birth control league and, and eugenics and things like that before abortion? Yeah, but, but at that point, um, you got Margaret Sanger and her group trying to Yes, they were they were definitely ethnically. They they were trying to put Darwin's um, manifesto in practice, right? You know, she went before Congress and want and, and made a proposal that all black people be put on farms, right? And of course, they 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 they, they, they didn't accept it, but she put that forward, mm -hmm. right? And um, at that time, before before. Before the abortion issue, the there was there's lots of family uh, uh, family uh, unity within the black community. Really? Yeah, a lot of men in the house and all that. Kind That's of true. Stuff. Okay, so then the abortion thing comes and what happens? The abortion comes. They start putting abortion clinics in black communities primarily. Right. Right, and the second thing that they do is they the, they change the welfare laws so that a woman can get welfare without having a man in the house. Right? So, those, those, that, those two and a couple other things become the, the precursors for, for um, such a terrible problem they have now. So, then Mr. Hamilton, is it like fair to what you just said? to say that part of the problem isn't necessarily, if you want to say black people, 
but it was actually the systematic oppression that they did face, which is exactly. still exactly. So that's what I'm, that's that's what I'm talking about. That that this is demonic, right? That 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 it, this is a larger question. This is this is this is Satan being a racist. This is him dividing the population, right? This is it's it's all of those things, right? And and you look at who who supports these things. Oh yeah, they're pushing abortion, abortion, abortion. But when when they're saying abortion, right? They're talking primarily about black people. But black people aren't hearing that. Right? Very true. Right? So that, that if you're black or Hispanic, right, the, the 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 worst place for a baby to be, a black baby to be, is in her mother's is in that mother's womb. Right? Because of the chances of that baby being aborted. So it's it's not a simple thing, right? It's it, this is this is multifaceted, but what I'm saying is that, that it is systematic. Mm-hmm. It is systematic, right? And that, that all of these pieces now come together. So we're in a post-truth era. era. So now people believe, they, they believe fervently in these things. Like, yeah, this is, we're pushing this thing, right? Now, they're, they're getting some help from what? Oddly enough. The environmental movement. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Why is that? Because the environmentalists believe that uh, climate change and things like that affect minority communities more heavily. I'm not sure. I've, I haven't heard that. Have you heard that? Yeah, I've, I've heard, heard that. Yeah, I, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. It's great. But, but I, think, I think what they're saying, though, is that, that um, with, the, with the number of people on this earth... Yeah. It affects the ozone, so we really need to limit. Oh, really? the births, yeah. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. I've heard that. I people know about being, that. People being born, yeah, right. So, so well, what does that? Well, birth control, abortions, but it becomes these are these become code words, though, right? For for what's actually happening on the ground, right? So that it's actually it's actually uh, people of color who bear the biggest brunts of these things. You know, why is it that these are all black cities? Right? You, I, you, I, Primary, I, these are primarily black cities, where, where all these ridings are going. Yes, it, it's and black people tend to vote for Democrats, that's true. Right? So these are all Democrat-led, that's, that's also true. Right? But, you know, um, what I found interesting was when Antifa said they're coming to the suburbs, and they did. They started going to the suburbs, right? Now you got white people saying, "Well, wait a minute, you've gone too far." Wait a minute, right? This is back downtown, right? Well, so they, you know, they, you know, they, they made things burn, burn it down, burn it down. You got one guy commenting, right? He's saying that burn it, let it all burn, let it all burn, right? Now they start getting close to his house. All of a sudden, oh, you got to call the police and all that kind of stuff, right? So, so that what I'm saying is that, that people are that they're not they're not thinking it through. If I'm going to be kind to them, right? Hey, sorry, you're talking about like it's very generous. You're talking about the both sides. Or you're talking about the black people. They're not thinking it through. I kind of lost it. I'm talking about the rioters. I'm talking about white people 
white people saying that they support what's going on. Right? Okay. But then as soon as it comes close to their neighborhoods, oh, then, then all of a sudden they got a concern. Now they got to call the police and security. <laughs> right? No, you, you guys can burn down your stuff, but don't burn down my stuff. I'm not, I'm not burning down my stuff, so this, this, this is what they're talking about. Right? So then, well, so then what, are you, what are you talking about then? Like, burn what? Right? Oh, so you're, so you're just saying, like, like going back to Satan being the first racist and trying to divide people, that they're saying in a sense that they support it when it's on the other side of the tracks. The track. So they're just basically saying black people will kill yourselves, but don't affect us. Yeah, in, in a sense. I, I think what they're saying is that, okay, yeah, we recognize what happened is terrible. Like, th I think they genuinely mean that. You know, what, what happened with George Floyd is, is terrible. Right, so to make your point, burn it all down. Right, that'll make your point. But as soon as it comes close to them, all of a sudden, oh, wait, 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 wait. No, that was your point. That, not my point. I, I want my house. <laughs> right? I want my house. Just, just you know, leave it up. Burn, burn your stuff down, right? So that, you know, you know whatever, I'll help contribute to, to, to paying for it. Whatever. It, 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 it's, it's all... It, it, it's, it gets back to humanism again, right? So where are we again? We're, we're in a post-truth era, right? So if we're in a post-truth era where people are saying, this is my truth, right? It's, it's illogical. It makes no sense. It cannot join together. There is no God, right? It's going to be flawed. It has to be flawed okay. by definition, Right? So the things that he said a half an hour ago the day before, he's got to retract, you know, I didn't know, I didn't say that, you know, well, God bless. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's what he said. Yeah. You, you read, read the, I, I forget who, I think it was one of the former ESPN guys. Oh, okay. So, so that, 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 you know, you look at it and you think, oh, man, this is, this is really odd. You talking about Drew Brees or you talking about? No. Not Drew Brees. No. Not the quarterback. But but anyway, so, so the point the point that the point that I'm trying to make is that when, when you when you look at these things, right, you, you you cannot you cannot look at it without bringing the Bible into it, or else you get confused. Fair enough, right? What they say. Facts. You know that's when the 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 emphasis on on buy local came in, and a number of those other things, a number of those other things that that have been associated, you know. A decentralizing power from from one central power source. Don't 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 trust the the uh, don't trust the, the federal government because they they have uh, proven to 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 not be able to deliver in what they're going to say. So you, you got a lot of these you got a lot of these thoughts coming in and 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 being put down so that in, in a post truth era now now you have tribalism right. So that you've got uh, you've got a divided America, right? Fifty percent, basically fifty percent Democrats, fifty percent Republicans, basically. And with a divided America, then what that means is that that uh, what what it means is that um, the, the 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 viewpoints. The, the viewpoints that are, are, are getting the, the headlines and, and the headings are in line with tribal doctrine. 
So where did this tribal doctrine come from, right? Well, if you look at, if, if okay, anyone who's gone to university, right, and, and I'm, I'm including us in that, right, I can look, I can think back now to to a number of my lectures, and they were espousing technically a Marxist position. Oh yeah. They didn't call it that. <laughs> they didn't call it that, but it was Marxist, right? And um, this this notion of you know being taught economics, macroeconomics, and told that globalization is a good thing, right? That this is how it works. That that you know that part of the world um, who specializes one thing and another part of the world that specializes in another thing, and then if everyone trades, then the, the GDP of everyone goes up, right? That's that was the thinking, right? But it didn't look at the reality of, of you know is there a difference between a country that 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 believes in God and, and one that doesn't? Is there right? There, well, apparently there is, not, and we we we've we've learned a very harsh lesson, right? When when we look at what's happened with China, right, and and the rest of the world, they realize, you know what? You mean China? China has our our medication, China has our 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 uh, our, our supplies to protect people against diseases, right? This is this is crazy, and. So it's open. It's open the eyes of world leaders, saying that you know this could never be again. How is this possible? Right, that that one country <laughs> is holding us hostage for for supplies. Right. <coughs> so globalization then becomes in in its in its purest sense is nonsense. It's, it's got to be right. No, there's there's certain things that have to be, you know, in quote unquote nationalized, just because of the world we live in, right? If there's sin in the world, then you've got to account for sin. That that well, maybe there's going to be some bad characters and bad players that that will not will not bring it forward. So it's like nuance. It's like we need a little bit of capitalism, a little bit of socialism, a little bit of like uh, this and that, like not just one certain thing, right? Well, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think. Uh, and I don't know what people want to call it, but but the 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 thing it starts with um, really loving your own people and not selling them out, right? It's hard for a lot of countries they've already done the. That's true, right? A lot of their leaders have sold out to China. China has bought them off, yeah. right? They bought off the the leaders there. They bought off the people in the universities. They bought off a number of people. So that, yeah, so that. Yeah, right, right. So that, that when, when you see these kinds of things, you realize that, you know, here's a country paying individuals money, but they're not paying individuals money for nothing. They know that they're going to make a lot more money from off of that person than they would in terms of giving them even even a billion dollars to his son, or whatever it is, right? Just because of policies and things that will be written in, in, in their favor and, and all that kind of stuff, right? So... Yeah, it's it's we need to so 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 the, the main the the first point was that that we need to consider where we are in history. It's very very important, right? Because um, it's it's been said that that Obama is going to be the last president. Now I heard a guy, his name was. Do you guys remember the guy's Dick? 
black guy. He said that. He was yes. uh, oh, uh, uh, Gregory? Yeah. Yeah. Dick, yeah. He said that Obama would be the last president. And at the time he made the statement, I didn't understand what he meant. Right? Mm -hmm. And in fact, it, it, I, I didn't, I didn't put much, you know, whatever. He, he said something, but now I, now I realize if he's referring to, if he, if he had a, sen a good sense of where, where things were going, and a number of people did, right? Like Francis Schaeffer nailed this right on, right? They, um, in, in his series, you know, I, I encourage oh, everyone to, uh, yeah, I encourage everyone to look at it. How now, how now shall we how live? Then shall we live? How yeah. then shall we live? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you look at that series, particularly, you know, the, in, in nine and ten, right? He, he hits it, but then he, 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 there's another, okay. Anyway, I don't want to get lost in all that. Um, He's what 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 Dick what, what I realize now is in this post truth era, this is the first president that had to deal with a divided America, right? Fifty fifty, where where that might not be that that part might not be unusual, but the but the unusual part is that at least the media accommodated the president, right? And treated him as such. Yes. And the other institutions treated him as such. The, 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 the intelligence community treated him as the president, right? Mm -hmm. Pres Trump is the first president, right? Where that has not been true, right? And it's because of tribalism. It's because of this post truth that, that people even within those, within those departments now are, are choosing sides, right? We've never seen this before, right? And, it, this is this is new and novel, and we're at a different place in the world right now. You know, they they talk about ferreting out these people, but I don't know. I don't I don't know how you can do it because, you know, the, as as many there as many as they're going to appoint, a number of them are going to are are going to be on the other side, right? And so it, we're 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 we are in a very interesting time in, in, in world history. Um, I don't think the status quo will ever come back again. There was a time, I don't know if you guys remember this, but you could turn on the news. I could watch CNN. I could watch another ABC. I could watch um, a CBC. And it would be, they, they would give you the facts with a, with a little bit of nuance. And you could sort of pick things up. But you, but you could listen to all of them because they were fairly objective. Of course. Yeah, I remember. How? Oh, sorry. Oh, how, how do you know that though? How do you know what? How do you know that they were that they were mostly objective? Because, um, especially now, you have the ability to check the facts for your for yourself. Like, for instance, in terms of like what's happening in the riots, right? Um, okay. Here, here's a simple example. Okay. Okay. The American that was freed from Iran. He was, Iran had held him hostage for, I don't know, was it two years? I can't, I can't remember how long. Okay. Who is there? Media. Yeah. I, I don't know the situation you're talking about. There was you mean in terms of media or? In terms of media. Was it there? just him and the recorder? recorder no. Media? No. The only media that was, the only media outlet that was there was Fox News. This is an American that was held by Iran for whatever it is, two years. The only media that is there is Fox News. 
When was like, when he when he landed in in, in uh, uh, Switzerland or whatever it was. This happened recently, or yeah, okay, yeah, within this week, right? Okay, so that's what I'm talking about. Normally speaking, all media would have been there, right? So they're so they're demonst- What I'm trying to say is that they're demonstrating their biasness already in terms of the news news stories in which they're going to cover. Why aren't they going to? Why why are the others? Why did they not go? Why are the other ones not there? Because Trump negotiated to get him out. That's why. They don't want him to get any credit for anything, right? So 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 that's what I'm talking about. That 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 is just overt biasness. I yeah right? I understand. There's no need to check the facts. They're, they're not there. Yeah, right? I, I understand from that perspective. Yeah. That's. But what I'm so I'm, so what I'm saying though is that so that's different from the time when I was growing up that that you didn't have any of that they would have been all there but there was no way to necessarily falsify and say whether or not what they said was true or not because you would have had to assume that what the news is saying is true why because there's there's no way for you to know like if if the news says something right yeah. how would you as a citizen be able to say whether or not that's true well, how, how how would I know? We've talked about this already this week, but how would I know? Let's go over it again. Did you have to cross-check with the other news stations? See if they're saying the same thing? Okay, so that's one way. What's another way? They're all in competition, right? I don't know. Yeah, they are. They're in competition, Doesn't right? one person own both Fox and Well, I'm assuming, I'm assuming, I'm not talking about the ones who, that owns the same thing, but I'm talking about where, where you've got different outlets, right? MSN, ABC, uh, 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 NBC, uh, the cable news news network. They're not all, but they're not owned by all the same people, right? So, so they're in competition for the news, right? Let alone and forgettably, I haven't even mentioned the newspapers yet or the radio station. But putting all those things aside, right? How would I know? Uh, eyewitness accounts. So eyewitnesses accounts. Once that's, that's that's a possibility, right? But but. If it's a story that that has gravity, right, and it's a political story, it's a large story, right? Then it, it's something then that is national, right? Right. Okay. If it's something that is national, then if the government put it out, who's the cross checker? The media. No. The government. Which government? The one that put it out. Oh, the uh, the opposition. The opposition. Right, the opposition's the, the, is the check, right? Why? The opposition has a vested interest to oust the what the government in power, right? So it's a check on it itself, so that that they're going to they're going to point out anything that is that that is wrong or false, right? Within the story itself, right? So that so that our checks and balances within the society itself is that's why we have a government, and that's why we have an official opposition. That's what they're called, right? Right, and then you also have the media journalists that used to check. That was a third check, right? And then there you had you had also alternative papers like Noam Chomsky, right? On, on alternative news in which you could look at and sort of to get a to get an idea of of what was happening. What was this? Is this is this just spin or, or what was? You know, it, of course it's gonna be a little leftist and whatever, but you, but you sort of take all that thing. Okay. I you can figure it out. So that there were ways of 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 knowing at that particular time. It's not just the fact that we've got Google now or whatever that you can you can 
even with Google, I mean, you can still you can still come up with a lot of misinformation. Yeah, yeah, right. And there's there's no guarantee you're going to come up with the right thing. Even well, I guess even with like some like, now we have people who can just record on the on the on the ground. Like, for example, something happened in Toronto. Like Masood and I, we could just be recording with our phones, stuff like that nowadays. Yeah. But even still, like it's not like. But but yeah, the the media though we we have to remember that the media, the the medium it depends on the medium that you're talking about, right? They they each they each have their 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 own bias biases. So, um, Dr. Schaefer said, you know that that people are more inclined to believe what they see on television, which would probably you now be you know translate our computers, than 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 believing their own eyes in terms of what they see in reality, right? It's how we've been conditioned, right? With, with, with a visual media. So you can, so the reason why I'm saying that is you can have the same, you can have the same story and two different companies shoot the, shoot the same thing, right? And have two different outcomes. CNN versus Fox shooting the same story. Okay. So, so are you suggesting that the, system of checks and balances is different now than it was back then in terms of uh, the opposition? What, what I'm suggesting now is that because of where we are in history, in a post-truth post environment, it has affected everything. Everything. Government, media, family. It's, it's affected everything. Mm. It's not just that, it's not just, it's not just, oh, okay, well, people have their own opinions now and that they believe, they believe, uh, you know, they're, they're no, no, this this has gone to a point where where it, it, it's it's so divisive, like it, it's so there's so much strife now, right? Over what it, it used to be that you could talk about points and come to the truth, right? Yes, and you could be wrong, and that would be okay because hey, well you know what, not the you know I, I can see I was wrong. Now if you if if you do that, it's impossible. Yeah, with someone who disagrees with you. Then, then, and I'm, I'm assuming they're non-Christians, right? Then, 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 then where you are is you're at a place where you they they feel it's an attack on them. You're you're attacking them, not not the idea, right? So that's a very different place, and it, it, it affects everything within society itself, right? This is it's this is demonic, right? Well, doesn't it also leads the fall of the society? Yeah, it does. It does. Right, you know, Francis Schaeffer, you know, in his in his uh, that how shall we live? You know, the you know the next step is anarchy. Right, which you could see with groups like Antifa and right. other ones popping up, right. people not saying anything. So it's so it's it, you can see it's starting to push its head forward, right? This this the anarchy is starting to push its head. It's it's now a it's now arisen, right? This is this is one example of it. It's a small example, right? But. But Does it have to lead to anarchy? What if it leads to like, like complete government control or something like? like but is that anarchy? I guess from that's the, tyranny. Oh, the okay, sorry. Side of the spectrum, right? right? So it's tyranny, right? Anarchy is just like when the people take over. Yeah, to, tyranny to, to is take down. Yeah, government. yeah. Anarchy is is anti-government, no government, right? The the tyranny is is when governments begin to take away civil liberties from people, from the people, which is starting to happen. I thought of that because 
a lot of people were advocating for uh, putting in body cams on all the officers and all the police cars, which I agree with, but like, um, like they frequently get turned off or the car gets faced a different direction and then the audio gets lost somehow. Like, like there's still like things that happen. And I was thinking like, okay, well, what if, um, now you just put like cameras on every street corner and stuff like that. Yeah, they're doing that too. Yeah. In Toronto, they're starting to do that. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we even have like doorbell cameras and stuff like that. Or yeah. Teslas, they have a camera on every door handle. So Huawei, man, Huawei, they coming. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Huawei as well. Yeah, but what are you trying to do? Like, what are you trying to prevent? Um, they could use this event as a, well, I guess the word like a ploy to to um insert government or big put brother? eyes on the yeah like Big Brother putting eyes on the street level but uh, cover it up by saying like oh we can prevent more more sets of deaths like that but like having yeah. another camera wouldn't have prevented this mm. yeah. yeah 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 the, the uh, it's true it might have helped out Aubrey in this case having a different angle or multiple angles Seeing exactly where he went. I, I guess what I'm saying is that, that I don't necessarily want to go that, like, like you know, there's lots of things you can sort of think of that way. But what, I, what, I'm, what I'm hoping to convey is that there's a bigger picture here. Mm-hmm. Like, don't lose track of what, don't, don't lose track of the bouncing ball, I used to tell you guys when you were younger. Yeah. Right? That, that the bouncing ball is that we're in a post-truth era. And look how it, look how it affects everything. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. government, the courts, families are divided. You, no matter, you, you just go all, all the way through it, right? And that, 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 when something that powerful is moved, right? Then you know what has happened here. There's greater, there, it, 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 there's greater and greater division in, within society itself. Why? Because people have abandoned Christ. Right, with no God, no morals. Right, no God. Right. Then, if there is no God, then I'm God. I'm gonna choose what's right and wrong. Yeah, it's like what was that guy's name? Um, the f- Russian writer Dostoevsky. Like, if there's no God, then everything's permissible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and and that's so we're firmly in that age. And what's funny is uh, Bill De Blasio, he's the mayor of New York, said that he was. You know, he, he goes, you know, I, I don't want to, what do you say? I don't want to digress, but I was just thinking of the song Imagine by John Lennon, oh. right? And just, to, you know, just imagine people get, I'm thinking, I go, that song is about there being no God. Yes. Right? As God being the, the, the constraint, right? And I go, but the very next thing you got to say is, you're getting exactly what that song will produce. That's exactly what that song's going to produce. Mm-hmm. Right? That's, that's, that's the ultimate end. Your city burning. <laughs> right? Imagine. Imagine. Right. Yeah. Right? Like that's, that's the, that's the end of the song. I mean, everything leads to death. You, you, you just, you, when you take God out of it, it's going somehow along the line, no matter, no matter how good of the intentions are, it's going to lead to death. 